let me start over. <laughs> Should I say my first you're or last name? I'm going to say my last name. I'm going to say my last name. Come on, just, just, right, just talk right, to right, me. Okay. Just talk to me. All right, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you, you have to. <laughs> All right, so my name is Dewan. I am a visual arts and technology major with a marketing minor. I am also a senior. I was going to say four out of four because that's what people hear Steven say. But I am a senior at Steven's. My hometown, I'm um, from Newark, but I live in East Orange now, which is like maybe like five minutes from Newark, maybe 10, I don't know. So explain myself. So just a little bit about myself without giving too much away. My passions really lie within the arts, um, also lies within like first generation and being black, which I didn't really realize until I came to Stephen just because where I grew up was like predominantly black. Um, and I didn't really know much about first generation since a lot of my family didn't go to college. So coming to Stevens has been a real eye opener for me. Um, but yeah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there for now. That's great. <laughs> Sweet. I guess I'll go next. So what's up, everyone? My name is Pujan. I will now be going into my fifth year here at Stevens, which is just crazy to think about. But yeah, I'm going to be a five out of five doing co-op. Uh, and I'm studying mechanical engineering with a minor in biomedical. So hopefully, you know, I'm looking to take that into like the medical device industry and had some co-ops in that area, which has been super cool. I've been really enjoying that, and I think I can see myself like working in that in the future. I was originally born in North Bergen, New Jersey, so not too far from here, and then moved out to Morris County about eight years ago now. Um, and my parents actually just moved down to North Carolina like six or seven months ago now, so kind of weird. I mean, I'm still, you know, North Jersey boy myself, born and raised. Yeah, so that's been super cool. Um, and then as far as my time here at Stevens goes specifically, been involved in, you know, multiple clubs and organizations on campus, which is like one of the greatest things about this community. And some of like the top highlights for me have been organizations such as Stevens Thon, which I was fortunate enough to be on the exec board for last year, which is super cool. Uh, and also super involved in my fraternity, which is Sigma Phi Epsilon. And yeah, I've been on the executive committee for that for the past semester. And I got one more semester to finish it out with. So that's gonna be a ton of fun. And yeah, going to my senior year, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's just there's a lot going on. It's kind of like you have all these things kind of coming to a close come May. But uh, I'm excited to see what this last year is gonna hold. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, hi everyone, my name is John Darlack. I'm a four out of five. Wow, yeah. <laughs> feels weird to say. I'm a four out of five mechanical engineer, getting a master's in biomedical engineering. I was originally going on the track of space systems, uh, but this summer. I've uh, really been realizing that I want to take fitness really seriously. And with an engineering background, I want to tailor, you know, a career towards the biomedical field, possibly. So, yeah, uh, it's my major. Um, my hometown, where am I from? I'm from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, uh, specifically Percocy, if there's anyone from there. In high school, ran track, cross country, played baseball throughout my life. Uh, coming here to Stevens, tried it for the team. Uh, unfortunately, didn't make it, so I got involved in other avenues. I joined the Kappa Sigma fraternity. Uh, joined the student government, uh, also attended uh, some uh, meetings and uh, masses with the Newman Catholic Group and the Stevens Christian Fellowship. Met, made a lot of new friends early on in you know, my career here at Stevens, so that was great. Uh, so just, I guess, a little bit more about me personally. As I was saying earlier, like taking fitness really seriously, I just got certified by the National Academy of Sports Medicine as a personal trainer. Oh. Um, and then it kind of ties into one of my favorite places in Hoboken now, I'd like to say, is uh, Crunch Fitness. It's a gym on First and Sinatra. Uh, so swing by in the fall. I'll be, you know, starting training there. So if everyone wants to say hi. Um, but yeah, started a vlog uh, two days ago uh, trying to, you know, uh, pursue bodybuilding, but also uh, 
earn a spot as a sponsored athlete on the Gymshark team. Uh, Gymshark uh-huh. is like a fitness clothing brand. I can talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at in my life right now. So with that, <laughs> yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, I can't, I forgot to list my involvement, so I'm gonna go back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm mostly involved with uh, the Black Student Union on campus. Um, and uh, this, so this, uh, I need to be prepared for this. You're good. Um, So there's, because every time someone asks me, like, oh, what are you involved in? I'm like, um, and then I think of other things later. Literally, (laughs) I I will always leave something off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just got to pick, like, one or two, like, really big things. Yeah, I was like, huh, what's more important right now? Yeah. Well, for one, okay, so I was heavily involved. I am heavily involved in the Black Student Union. I'm also a resident assistant. Um, I am in uh, the Gear and Triangle Honor Society, um, XAE, which is the Step Honor Society. and I'll, I'll just keep it there for now. Other yeah. things will come up later. I just yeah. can't remember everything right now. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah. that's, like, that's like the really interesting part is just like throughout your time at Steam, it's like things just add on to a list, basically. It's just yeah. like a, a never-ending list. Exactly. Way. And it's just like, unless I write it down, like I have it on my resume for the most part. But like mm-hmm. other than that, I would like never know because I don't have it written down anywhere exactly. else. This is right. true. <laughs> Except my resume. Maybe I should have brought my resume here. <laughs> no, literally <laughs> make things a bit more easier. Yeah, if someone like, asked me to write a bio, I'd have no idea where to start. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> like, someone actually asked me to write a bio recently. Oh, really? And I did not do it yet, even though I said I would do it. I'm going to do it, but like I just, I got to figure it out first. Mm. Like what I want to, what's more important that I want to put in there. Um, that's why this was kind of hard because I'm like, what's most important to me and out of all the involvements that I did? Um, for me, it's the one that I put most of my effort in, which is like the Black Student Union. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, with all the success that we had this past year, so I yeah. guess that's why the, that's really the reason why that comes up all the time for me, honestly. Yeah, it's super cool. Now, have you been involved in that since your freshman year? Um, yeah, for the most part. But like when I was a freshman in BSU, I didn't even speak that much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like I became social chair with the following year, which is when I would say BSU started to pick up because my content was really good. Um, and then the year after that, I became president, and it, it's a it's a huge jump to go from social chair to president. So Ooh. I had a lot of like figuring out to do because it was like I wasn't that social, I would say, but I was in a way. I don't know. Um, but then I just put my all into it for both years. Put my all into it, um, and we had like tremendous success. And I feel like the reason why I put my all into it as president is because I literally saw how much my work took us like my sophomore year when I was social chair. So yeah, that's awesome. I just keep that same idea in mind with a lot of stuff that I do. Hopefully for my capstone too, which I'll talk about later, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you guys won Unity last uh, semester, right? Two years in a row. Oh, Damn. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, two years in a row, which is that's exciting. That's exciting. We had it's really good. That's really exciting, actually. Hopefully, won a third year in a row, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not president anymore, but I am advising them. Um, and they're young eboards, so you know, with young eboards, it's always. I mean, so from much the energy. most yeah, so much energy, so yeah. many ideas, but you got to like tell them like sometimes just like relax. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for what they're going to do this semester and next awesome. semester. But, yeah. Nice. Super cool. For those students who don't know what Unity is, you just want to give a little uh, rundown on the basics oh, yeah, of right. what okay. it entails? Yeah, yeah. So, um, in a nutshell, Unity is basically a showcase where all the culture orgs get together and just, um, like, showcase, like, what their culture is about. Um, they're given, like, a topic or I would say, like, a theme, per se. Um, and everyone just comes up with, like, a skit that's about, like, maybe 10... 10 minutes at most, it should be, maybe 12. Um, and those include, like, acting, dancing, um, singing for some of them. And it just it all has to follow one theme. And so that's what we all come together and do. So it's a, I want to say, I'm trying to think of the number of culture orgs there is. Um, it's a little that? bit more than 10, yeah. right? Yeah. I think, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm really not sure. Yeah, that's a question to, for the I went VPSI. to the first <laughs> unity last year. Yeah, that was super cool. Like, just watching those performances and 
coaches on display, mm-hmm. basically. Just you went to the one last year? The yeah, one? just like okay, this past perfect, one. See. Yeah, that's my first one. I meant to go to the one last year, but then like CPK and other stuff is always going around at the yeah, same exactly. time. Exactly. It's always like, a day both after. back to back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because the whole stage set up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, see, that was, cool. a, that was an experience. Oh, I feel like, like it's just crazy how much we do outside of our major. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm on stage right now. I'm about to perform, but I'm really just a visual arts major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like setting up like, you know, I mean, it kind of incorporates into a lot of the stuff that I do in my major. It was like, I used it for like the stage lighting and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they saw that like the people who set up the lights, they was like, oh, like this is, they called our lighting cues um, <laughs> a Broadway musical, oh, <laughs> which nice. is really funny. I was like, okay, nice. Like we were just very like complex with what we wanted. So, I mean, it just amazes me how much like how complex it is. Yeah, that's what, for sure. what we do. So that's yeah. awesome. That's super cool. So, John, you mentioned like kind of about your hobby with uh, what you're about to start with your blog. Mm-hmm. So, I think it'd be kind of cool to just go around the room and just maybe like pick one hobby that you like recently maybe started like really pursuing mm-hmm. and just talk a little bit more about it. Cause I want to hear, especially yeah. about your, yeah, you go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with me, um, I found, uh, well, I did this, what, what's called the uh, Gymshark 66 challenge back in the winter. Uh, basically you have 66 days to, uh, put yourself out there on Instagram and YouTube and just document a goal that you're pursuing. Um, so for me, I wanted to talk about, you know, mental, physical positivity, uh, incorporate fitness into that, put up some videos, edit them, you know, add some music, um, and, you know, just write out some posts, uh, talking about lessons that I've learned from the gym and translating that to real life. Um, for example, I think I was trying to think one of my uh, first first few posts I was talking about uh, what? Oh, yeah. So if you're dealing with like a lot of sets in an exercise and say you're doing five of an exercise and, you know, you're in the heat of the moment, you're like, oh, is that my third or fourth? And, you know, I remember hearing from someone the best thing you can do in that situation when you don't know how much you've accomplished and you don't want to fall short is just go back to the last thing you conc- concretely remember. So it's like, okay, if I know I've done like two solid sets, but I forget if this is my third or fourth, go back to that one you for sure remember because worst comes to worst, you do extra. And, you know, if you're, you know, right, then you're, you know, no harm, no foul. But if you overassume and you cut yourself short, it may not be a big deal in the moment, but if you get in that habit, it could kind of uh, take away from you down the road. Uh, so translating that out of the gym, you know, it's um, – you know, dealing whether it's assignments at school or, you know, something in the job force that you learn after graduation. It's just a matter of maybe just checking, checking yourself, doing a little bit of extra, going through that insurance and saying, okay, this is something that I'm doing right, as opposed mm-hmm. to rushing it just to get it done. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the mindset going through that 66-day uh, Gymshark Challenge. And then, you know, after that ended, I, I started a fitness account. Um, and then finals started to roll around, and I really wanted to prioritize sleep because I felt like I wasn't getting enough of that. And it's, Do you ever? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah. This is true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I decided to pick it back up. I was following this one guy on Instagram. His name's Graham Eaglesham. He's from Scotland. Uh, he's now, he, he got sponsored by Gymshark back in January. And he started, like, this hashtag uh, theme on all of his posts. And he had started this challenge, the 66-day one, like, over three years ago. Mm -hmm. And he uses this uh, hashtag, quest to be a Gymshark. And then he would number them every single day. Um, So whether it's a picture or a video, say, you know, a few weeks ago, I saw quest to be a Gymshark day 1,401. And I'm like, 
I decided Damn. to DM him after following him for so long. And I'm like, hey, man, totally respect where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, you know, I, I saw he was a personal trainer, too. I saw that in his bio. So we were talking about that. And then I was saying, hey, like, have you heard from Gymshark? And he said, yeah, they, you know, they signed me back in January. And I'm like, dude, good for you. Like, that's that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw some of his other videos on YouTube, like how that, you know, really took off for him. And I'm thinking, like, like he just went for something that he wanted. Uh, you know, he worked at it relentlessly for over three years. That's like, crazy. you know, and he was, an, he was an athlete. He was a soccer player, went through mm-hmm. an injury. And he still wanted to stay active in fitness, but he learned about Gymshark and I'm sure we share like the same values and why we like the brand. You know, it's athletes going out there, you know, living their best life, promoting the brand, but also just focusing on that mental, physical, you know, positivity aspect of, you know, what fitness can give for you. So I was thinking, all right, like if I want to take myself to the next level in this and, you know, for me, just as a person loving to go to the gym, I don't want to, you know, go to the gym just to check it off my checklist. Like I want to, you know, walk out of there every day, like I'm adding to some toolbox, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I want to like pursue bodybuilding. Um, so there's like what's called classic physique bodybuilding. Um, it's the mix between men's physique, which is more like upper body, and you would wear like board shorts during the competition, and then the open, which is more like your bigger guys. Like you can get, you're kind of getting the aim as big as you can. But the classic physique is more like you still have that V taper, you know. Broad shoulders, big, and you're kind of just like sculpting the body. Like a lot of bodybuilders talk, like it's an mm-hmm. art form. Um, is you know, I go, I could actually <laughs> so talk cool. about this all day. That's I don't want to rant, but that's, we're that's, so passionate about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and the really cool part is like you mentioned that Instagram guy that like by him sharing his story does exactly. like inspired you to kind of like, create your own. Yeah, and like you don't even know where that could stop. You know, exactly. Like, you can inspire another one seeing things that you post. So. Mm-hmm. I guess really cool that you incorporate like that. You you got onto where you are right now because of like. You know, that social media aspect um, and like using that yourself as a tool to now yeah. document and also potentially inspire. Exactly. Super cool. So, yeah, now it's just a matter of, you know, being consistent with it. Um, I'm kind of just going throughout my day, taking a little bit like five minute, 10 minute clips mm-hmm. on my phone, uh, doing a little bit of editing and then started a YouTube channel, put a few videos up That's there. So, cool. so uh, yeah, then it's just a matter of just, you know, waiting, you know, utilizing Instagram and YouTube well and. Hopefully mm-hmm. all that filters through to headquarters over there in Birmingham. <laughs> he knows where he knows about patient. Well, 100, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're only eight years old. They're a very young company. Uh, but yeah, just like full of great people. When they're out of the gym, they're just yeah, doing yeah crazy fun things. Mm-hmm. You can tell like they're all family. There's like different locations throughout the world, but yeah, it's a yeah. great company. And that, yeah, that's my hobby now. Yeah. So, uh, Pujan, what's uh? Something that you're kind of like pursuing outside of classes and yeah. So for me, uh, you know, when you started Stevens, like a big goal of mine was academics. Like obviously, it's really important to like figure out what you kind of want to do in life, which <laughs> didn't happen for the longest time. But like it's such a normal story that like you kind of tend to think like, oh, like this is really what I got to focus on right now. But it kind of just comes when it comes, you know. Mm-hmm. And like because of that, I wasn't really able to focus on myself until that's like towards the end of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So end of my sophomore year, um, that's kind of when I really started like thinking more about like, what is it that like I want to do for myself? And and I kind of like broke away into two things. One of them being kind of more physical oriented and the other one being like kind of more just like 
to myself and in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start off with the physical one. And it was like, so when I was younger, you know, in, in middle school, was pretty big into baseball. I uh, mm-hmm. played a lot of baseball in, in North Bergen, which had like just a huge team, um, like uh, baseball league and whatnot, like minor leagues. So ton of fun. Did that for like quite literally about like seven or eight years almost. And then when I moved uh, out west a little bit in Jersey, it just like everything stopped. Mm-hmm. So like sports just did not become a part of my life anymore, which was kind of like unfortunate at the time, but also like opened up a door to the other thing, which is super cool. Um, but now that I was like in college, I was like, all right, what can I do to kind of get back into like that physical mindset? Because like, it's, it's so important to like keep your body engaged as much as your mind, you know? Um, and it's like a, it's like a big thing that I learned, um, in my sophomore year. So it's just like, so what am I going to do to pursue that, you know, body aspect to it? So for me, it was like, I was watching this, you know, show we were talking about a little bit earlier before we started recording, but American Ninja Warrior, like loved watching that, um, like junior and senior year of high school. And like every day, like, damn, like what, what do I have to do to like do, like do the things that they were doing? Cause like you see it on screen, but it's like another thing to even like try to attempt to get to that point. Um, and it's just like the amount of dedication and work that goes into that. It's insane. So for me, the first step that I found, um, is actually thanks to a friend here at Stevens. He like one day was just like yeah what are you doing this afternoon i'm like eh, got nothing planned to do some homework whatever he's like all right you're coming to the climbing gym with me and i was like i've never been climbing before he's <laughs> like that's fine you're still coming with me and i was like all right fine let's do it why not so go to uh to gravity vault wasn't open at the time gravity vault's like the big um gym in hoboken now but at the time it was actually a gym in, in manhattan so took the bus in through the cam club on campus like he was a part of that and he was like yeah we have a, a trip going on this afternoon so come join went to it and like i tell you like it was it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just like the culture around climbing, the people in that club and also the people in the gym at the time. It was just like, wow, this is something that's really unique. And for me, it was like, climbing became a avenue into that whole realm of like obstacle course racing. And, um, when it comes to like, you know, uh, sport, uh, ninja, uh, American Ninja Warrior, it's just like that whole aspect is just like, you're not like particularly, um, going for a specific type of body, but just like overall fitness, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. And, and climbing is just such a unique way of hitting that, that it just kind of like, this was like, yeah, this was like what, two years ago now. And ever since then, I've been trying to get myself onto a regular schedule. Um, Steven started their own team. So I made sure to join that when I could, uh, last year in the fall. And ever since then, it's just been, I'm trying to do that regularly and, you know, competed in two Spartan races since that sophomore year when I kind of had that first goal of like getting more into it. So I want to, you know, finish up those, uh, Spartan races because there's like three, three, three levels basically. So the first one is called the Sprint, which is like a three to four mile course, and they happen on a mountainside basically, like a ski mm-hmm. resort. So a super cool environment, and just like the, the things that you do there kind of, you know, did that one. The next level was like eight miles and the last one's going to be 14. Um, still kind of training for that and, you know, feeling comfortable before I sign up for one, but I definitely want to do one within the next semester, if not, you know, at the, at the most next year. Uh, and then after that, I just have, for some reason, had this personal goal of doing an Ironman by 28. Like mm. it's just, it's just been a number that popped into my head and I was like, kind of written into stone. And every time I say it, it becomes a little bit more real. So that's why like, I've gotten into the habit of like telling more people about it mm-hmm. because like rather than keeping it to myself, like I'm trying to you know, kind of vocalize it. And like, by doing so, it's almost like, all right, not 28. Like I'm already 22. I only got six more years. So it's not a lot of time to, to train for an Ironman, which is just insane. So yeah. So that's like a big goal in my life right now. And, and every day it's just kind of like, what am I doing and kind of get closer to that, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And then the other aspect of like the, the personal mind side, uh, reading was huge for me in high school. I like love the whole Percy Jackson series, like all these like sci-fi and like fiction novels. Um, and then college happened, completely stopped. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I guess, like for me, college tended to be like a reset where I could like kind of redefine myself from the ground up. And unfortunately, just reading wasn't a priority at the time. Um, so this past semester, more than anything, I really started getting back into it. Uh, a couple of self-help books, like some famous titles, such as like How to Win Friends and Influence People was like a big starting point for me. Uh, and from there, it's just like kept going, you know, a little bit of self-help, a little bit back into the sci-fi realm that I was like super into. Um, one of my favorite being like The Martian. If you guys remember, there's a movie with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Love everything about it. Uh, I've just always had like a hobby for space. Uh, really quick, like fun fact, I wanted to be an astronomer when I was younger. Mm. I don't know how I trained into biomedical engineering now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we went from astronomy to aeronautical engineer to engineer in general to somehow mechanical slash biomedical. But it's it's still always been like a hobby and I always try to do stuff to you know pertain to it. But yeah, it, it's just like mm. kind of setting these realistic goals and just like you were kind of mentioning, John, earlier, like writing them down and making a to-do list, you know? And the moment you start checking things off, you get the ball rolling and yeah, you just kind of keep going from there. So for me, those have just been two personal goals and, and dreams I've been trying to, you know, work at and chip away slowly, but surely. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? So it's like y'all have it all like figured out. So <laughs> I have a different mindset on this. Yeah, because like every time someone asks me my hobby, like I'm easy to say like, you know, something dealing with art. Um, but I, just, I mean, it's, that's because it's like easy to say. But I, recently, like even for my, specifically for my capstone, like I'm focusing on mental health um, and like masculinity, but mostly mental health. Um, and so one of those things is like really focusing on what I like to do. Um, so one of the things, like, is this, like, what we were talking about, like, mm-hmm. what is my hobby? Like, what do I truly like to do? Yeah. That's um, such a hard question, I feel like. To it is such a hard question. And yeah. so I want to figure out, I want to get to a place where I can, like, I know what I like to do, you know? Like, I want to pick up something that I like to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, like unlike you guys, I'm, I'm, like, figuring out. I'm at the stage where I'm, like, figuring it out. Um, I mean, I'm doing a lot of things for my capstone right now to help me with it. Mm-hmm. Um even last year in my, like, one-on-ones with Res Life and my Res Life supervisor, we wrote down a bunch of things that, like, I love about myself because, you know, self-care is a part of this mental health journey. Sure. Um, and so that list can tie into, like, what I want to, like, what I will potentially hobby in. Like, what would mm-hmm. be my hobby? Um, and then another thing is, like, this summer, um, as part of my goal for Capstone was to, like, get a journal and start writing in it. Mm. Um, and so I've been doing that, and so that's helped me get, like, steps closer to what I that's truly cool. like to do. I can easily, like I said, I can easily say that, like, you know, I love Rihanna. Like, I love Rihanna, yes. Rihanna's <laughs> one of them. Um, of and course, I love art, so... Um, but it's not really, like... I don't know if it's something... I mean, I'm passionate about both, but I feel like they could be something more meaningful. That's what I'm, like, trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to try as yeah. hard as possible to get there. Um, that's awesome. But, yeah. No hobby right yeah. now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, just finishing up those personal goals for all of us. Um, yeah, just, you know, this is our first time filming for me, myself, John, and du- Duhuan. And it's just, like, super cool to be able to start this podcast that, you know, we're starting with introductions right now, you know, kind of like, I guess you can call it breaking the ice. Um, and, you know, we aren't the only three ones in this. We got some more people in the collective that, you know, they'll be recording another day, but it'd be kind of cool to tie in and just kind of see where this can go. I feel like it's just like we had, you know, Julian kind of approached it with this initial idea and it's just like, we're like, yeah, you know, fuck it. Let's see where this just takes us. Like, you never know where you kind of, you have to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what this is. So. And we, we share that all, like we all are about to graduate soon or maybe within like another year. Um, so we've been through a lot at Stevens. So I feel like this is like a good like way to like self-reflect um, yeah. and just to really think about and like talk about things that we've gone through, things that have gone through our heads at least throughout the years. And as we're graduating, because it's a lot. 
Oh, I can't yeah. think about a lot of shit right now. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of shit. So yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The other thing I like about this too is that you know, yeah, we're talking to no microphone, but who knows who's listening? You know. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. True. It's uh, it's like pretty sure what you were saying. Like you, you wrote down your goal. Yeah. I'm gonna do an Iron Man by 28. So yep. and then you start telling oh, people like, about it because then they they start holding you accountable. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, what hey. I like about that. I, lo- I like that. I like yeah. That. Is that, that's actually something from a from a podcast. Funny enough, from a podcast that I was listening to like literally a month ago, and it's just like the moment you write something down, it becomes real. And like, not, well, now I said it on this mic, so now it's literally captured in yep. data. So <laughs> that's, that's honestly why I started writing in the journal. Cause yeah, like, I was going to ask you, you about like, that. Writing that's... it down, like, it's, it's just like it's set in stone. Like, it's literally set in stone. Mm-hmm. This is like your thought. This is what's going through your head. Like, it's there. And then after that, you can like look at it and like reflect them and be yeah. like, what were the the main points of what you wrote down? Yeah. Uh, what is something that you want to do going forward prior to like whatever you wrote down? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in the very beginning stages, but I like it a lot. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. like, again, you got to start somewhere, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, the first question that comes to my mind is like, how do you find time to do that? Because like, it, it's been an idea that I've like heard yeah. around, like, you know, having a personal journal yeah, and whatnot. Exactly. But like, yeah. how did you go about um, starting that and Keeping so up with it. I, I knew I was going to do it since I started my whole, like, capstone idea. Like, I knew mm-hmm. in the spring I was going to do this over the summer. Um, I thought I was going to write in it every single day. Um, but I didn't start writing into it until, like, late, maybe um, the end of June-ish. Okay. Um, and it hasn't been every day. Like, I do it, like, er- here and there. I try to do it at least every week. I'm trying to get to a point where I do it every day. That's awesome. That's the long-term goal. Because um, it really does help. Because, like, if you have a lot in your going on in your head, like, a lot mm-hmm. going on in your life, like, writing it down, honestly, like, separates it. And you can think about it individually. Yeah, Take things sure. slowly. Definitely. Um, it definitely helps with mental health. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like scholarly reading on it, which I will do as a part mm-hmm. of my capstone project. But um, I'll know more about that soon, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's actually, it's a good practice. I, I highly recommend it. That's awesome. um, I've talked to other people um, um, and they've done it. Like they do okay. it actually too. So it is, it's, I guess it's more, it's a little bit more common than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know it was going to be as helpful to my life as I expected. And how long have you been doing that for? Um, I've just started like in June. Oh, okay, you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, nice. so I'm in the very awesome. beginning stages. So that's crazy. Goes yeah. to show you never, you know, you're never too late to the ball game to start. You know, exactly. Oh, yeah. very true. Very, very true. And it feels good. It, like it's like you're focusing on yourself more. You know, mm. um, that's how I take it at least. Like yeah. you're focusing on yourself, so you're gonna figure out a lot about yourself. And then, like, going back to what we were just talking about, maybe I'll have a hobby sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, exactly. I'll keep y'all posted. Oh, there you go. Good, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah a couple, so couple there you go, episodes down accountable. the line. You know, Tune in hobby. next yeah. time. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that, that's, that's super awesome. cool. I mean, like, I kind of feel what you're saying, too, though. Like, it's it's hard to, like, start thinking about yourself sometimes. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it like, is. for me, like, my first four years, I was never, like, my own priority, which is, like, kind of weird to say. Mm-hmm. But, like... For me, it was like, oh, like, what can I do for other organizations? What can I do to, like, learn more? What can I do to, like, start getting more involved and, like, broadening my horizons, getting normal people? All that stuff is, like, great and all, and obviously, like, made my Stevens career where it is right now, but none of it was really focused on me. Like, I mentioned Mm. this whole reading thing. Like, I just got into that last semester Mm. because, like, kind of just started having, like, this, like, itch in the back of my, my neck where it's just, like, hey, like, you know, these past four years have been great. And, like, luckily, I have a fifth year to do that. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm super fortunate to be able to kind of spend this extra year. And I, I already know that that's where my mind is mm-hmm. right now. It's like I'm going to spend some more time on myself rather than just, you know, um, getting involved and being on all these e-boards and, you know, all that fun mm-hmm. stuff that you hear about, like, all the time. But then you kind of get lost in the sauce with that. And, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's super cool that you, like, talk yeah. about what you started in June. But, like, it's so important. Like, something you, you don't get to talk about too much. And for the most part, I didn't realize I needed to, like, really focus on myself until, yeah. like, 
junior year when I did all this shit. Like, I was doing yeah. a lot. Like, I did a lot. I was my first time being an RA. I was doing a lot of work for BSU, joining honor societies from left mm-hmm. to right. Um, describe your describe your busiest semester to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> spring semester. Okay. Definitely spring semester, especially because there was just a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um so we had, I had programming obviously to do for rest. I'm going to start with rest life. Sure. So we had a lot of programming to do, like, you know, one-on-ones and, you know, resident conflicts. I even had a resident, like a conflict in my, like, room slash mm-hmm. apartment kind of thing. Um, so I was dealing with that. Um, also, like, changes changes within res life. Um, and it's me putting my best foot forward because I would say, like, in every single thing that I did, like, I put my best foot forward. Um, awesome. And then I guess the next thing, BSU, um, spring semester is Black History Month, February. So mm-hmm. it was literally an event almost every week maybe two times a week. Um, and obviously, like I said, I put my best, best foot forward. So, like, I was doing a lot. Like, I was mm-hmm. driving a lot, um, trying to get things done for BSU. Um, and then, on most importantly, academic stuff. Yeah. Um, so I had classes on top of that. And I wanted to, especially my art classes, I knew that spring semester was, like, going to be my own, my last semester doing, like, art, really. Like, mm-hmm. having, like, an art class or, like, a design class or whatnot. Um, and then, plus, it was design three. So that's a big one before your capstone. Um on top of that, I had professional practices. So I was really trying to focus on a lot at one time. Um, so even with, like, not even in the realm of, like, academics, not within, like, the art department, mm-hmm. I was taking classes outside of the art department, which were, like, um, I think it was a humanities class. And I was also taking geoscience, which was annoying. And it's just, like, mm. it's an engineering class. Like, I don't I don't really do that. That's not my thing. <laughs> um, so I really had to pay attention a lot in there and I did another class today that was pretty difficult I forgot which one I forgot what it was but nonetheless yeah. I had to focus on a lot of things at one time yeah. so that's tough. I barely had time for myself that's, yeah. that's to tough. Say, I barely had time for myself and that's what it took me for me to realize I need to focus on myself because mm-hmm. I was not getting any sleep I was always stressed um yeah that's <laughs> what I was awesome. gonna say but yeah take time for myself that's what I need to do mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing now thanks to the spring semester that's cool so yeah, John. I was I was gonna ask you, Dwan. Did you ever feel like you hit like a a point where you said, okay, I cannot take on anymore. I need to step back and start to focus mm-hmm. on one or two things as opposed yes. to having my hand in many different baskets. Yeah. So I, I actually I thought about this and like I said, I've like I've like the main things: res life, uh, BSU, and academic stuff. Um, obviously, academics I have to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But then. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a position on the Gan Trigger eboard, which I gave mm-hmm. up because, like, I was doing too much. Like, I, that, I asked myself that question there, like, uh, which one do I am I really passionate about right now? Okay. Um, and it, I chose BSU because it was a lot of things that we need to do, a lot of things I wanted to be done for, like, you know, potential black students in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always knew that I can just go back and do more with Gan Triangle. Um, and I mean, that's what I plan to do next semester because I kind of did feel bad. Like, they, everyone was excited to have me. Be the soldier mm-hmm. chick. That's what I was like to be. Um, but I just had to really think about myself. Absolutely. And that would have been another thing to add on my to-do list yeah. that I just, I could have done, but I was like, let me relax. And then it comes <laughs> that point, like, how much how much energy can you actually put towards everything at that point? You know, you, yeah. can't, you can't put your best foot forward in everything at that point. It's true. That's, yeah. This is true. Yeah. And even though I felt like I could have put my best foot forward, I'm just like, it's, it's just, no, it's I can't do this. Like, I really yourself. cannot do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just stuck to what I was really passionate about mm-hmm. and that's where it's, it's stuck. So good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting thinking about it because like, this is something I recently started thinking about it myself, which is like, all right, you know, four years done now. What, what's like, 
the worst semester if I had to pick one. For me, it would, it would have been last year, spring of 2018. So that was one of my co-op semesters. So I was actually working at the company that I'm actually working at this summer, um, which was super cool. But anyways, you know, important to obviously like get my professional side developed more. So I was like, all right, this is going to be great. I was doing co-op. Uh, it's about 45, 50 minutes out from Hoboken. And I was actually living at home because my house was literally like a 10-minute drive from my uh, office. So basically like Hoboken's already on the right side. Mm-hmm. My work's already on the left side. And my house is literally like close to my to my uh, to my work on the left side as well. So what ended up happening was like, all right, I'll just take it easy this semester and not come to campus much. But uh, I got the opportunity for a position in my fraternity and I became social chair. And at first, like, I wasn't even sure if I was going to go for it. I was like, you know, why would I do that to myself? But then I was like, you know what? Let's just try it. And like, for me, it was like, it was a position that I was really like excited about. So I was like, let's just see what happens, you know? And luckily, like, the the person in, he, the vice president of programming at the time, like, he kind of just took a, a, a gamble on me and he's like, Hey, you're on co-op. You won't even be on campus, right? I'm like, nope, I won't. You know, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I won't. Yeah. He's like, well, how, like, how much do you want it? I'm like, I do really want to try it. So, so I went for it. So I was doing that. So what that meant for me was I would work, you know, nine to five job. Uh, Hoboken traffic sucks. Get here by like six thirty-seven. Uh, we'd have like chapter meetings on Mondays and like my programming meetings on Tuesdays, and you know, talking with other social chairs. So like, I'd be here like at least three to four times a week and on the weekends. Um, and then since I was around, I was like, oh, I might as well just like get involved in other stuff. Uh, I think I joined Gear and Triangle towards the end of that semester. Um, I also was like always wanting to get involved in Stevens Dawn. I wasn't like in any official position, but I'd go out to the events and the eventual dance marathon in April. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it was a lot going on at the same time. And it like really got to me because I wasn't able to focus on my work as much, which like is like, you know, a little bit of a red flag in a way, but at the same time, like, I learned what it really meant to be like, you know, to stretch your, stretch myself thin. Like that was just like my, my official positions I had, but I was like always trying to like, you know, still have a social life with my friends and like, you know, be around for weekends and go out to dinner with them, things like that. But it really just like towards the end, I felt it like tugging on me. It was just like, what am I doing for the past four months? Right. Um, and it's just wild to think because as soon as that ended, the craziest thing is that I got um, an award that was from, a, from, from my fraternity, which was uh, brother to semester. And I was just like, wait, me? Like I, I had absolutely like, I was just so lost in everything that I wasn't even present in that moment. Mm -hmm. So even when I got that award, I was like, what did I do? Like, I couldn't even remember what I did to like happen to deserve it, but clearly other people noticed. So like, that's like the dichotomy in a way is like, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to do so much to affect so many different people, but at the same time, it's just like, what is that doing to yourself? You know, so like spring 18 was definitely tough. Um, and like, I wish I took the, um, my foot off the gas a little bit, but I never really did because, you know, just this past semester in spring 19, I joined the executive team. So like, that's just like, you know, skyrocketed obviously responsibilities and stuff. But now, now that I'm going to my fifth year, I think I've really kind of brought it to the forefront of like, all right, let me like focus on the one or two things that's really important to me. Um, do what I can for the other things. You know, this is my fourth time. I'm going to be a PO now, um, starting on Monday, which is crazy to think about, but training starts Monday. John and I will be busy with that. Um, for any new students that are coming, you know, this year, you'll, you'll see us there Heck bright yeah. and early every, <laughs> every day. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I, you know, I, there's a reason I keep doing it is because I love it so much. So it's like, you have all these things that you love, but at the same time, like you really do have to find that balance. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's a juggling aspect of Stevens that sometimes becomes tough. And like academics is just, it's yeah. always in there. Yeah. It's always in there. Was, yeah. yeah. John, what do you got? No, I was going to say, going off the topic of like stretching yourself too thin. Yeah. Pushan, you're talking about being a peer, peer leader too. Did you take that personality test? Yes, I just took it today up? actually. Yeah. Which personality test? It's the, um, it was the one the, with my, like, the, the Brins Myers. Yeah. The yeah. 16 personality test, but like, it's like the four letter one. It's so like they okay. give you like the four letters, like E-N-T-F or 
they have like I, I forget exactly what lines up with what, but yeah. Yeah, and, and it had like the you know the bigger circles on the outside when you're choosing. Your oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was some like I forget the format, but um, I love personality assessments. I'm just throwing it. I love yeah. personality assessments. <laughs> no, it's super cool. Uh, you can learn so much from <laughs> so them. much, so much. Yeah, I agree. Were you a uh, protagonist? Yes. Okay, I was that's a protagonist. what I got too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because yep. I remember they were saying, um, I think after I, I finished it up, they're yeah. like, yeah, you get all this data on yeah. like you know, who you are as a person, what your relationships are like, what your friendships are like. And I just read a little bit. Sure. But they were saying, um, you know, you're a natural leader. You can be charismatic. People look up to you. Um, you'd like to be involved in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But your downfall is that sometimes you get to that point where you start mm-hmm. caring for others more than you care for yourselves. Yeah. And you can start to lose yourself. And then it can even get to the point where, you know, the people you're talking with about their issues – they may be alleviated, but then you start to make up issues and, mm. you know, you start to see things that aren't there. And that's, like you said, get mm-hmm. like literally get lost in the sauce. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's no, you know, nobody's perfect. Not oh, to say sure. that you shouldn't, you know, go out there and do what you like, do it, do what you like, yeah. do what you love. For um, sure. yeah. Also big on the fact that, or not the fact, but the idea, you know, life is short, mm. go for it. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying it, you know, if you're, exactly. yeah, just, you really yeah. got to focus on uh, what's meaningful. It may not be uh, quantitatively a lot, but, mm-hmm. you know, quality over quantity, that's what you really want to look at. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah. I have so many thoughts going in my head right now. Yeah, it's always Because it was something that you said that I wanted to focus on, okay. uh, but I forgot what it was. It was something along with, like, balancing it, mm-hmm. balancing all the things that you do. Like the juggling aspect of? Um, yeah. Like with academics and then obviously like, you know, stuff to leadership wise. I mean, I, like for me, like I always think about like back to the spring, spring 19 sure. for me. Yeah. Like I think about how I balanced it all because people ask me like, well, how did you balance this? And uh, even the summer before that, I was yeah. working pre-college. I had an internship and I was working um, res life and I had a part-time job. So That's I had crazy. a lot of things going on in one yeah. summer. Oh I mean, it was all fine. Like I had everything like lined up yeah. where like it wouldn't stress me out that much. Like NBC was only like part-time, so I didn't work that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still did a lot. So I'm like, how did I balance all of this? Like, is it just mm-hmm. me being the type of person I am? But like, cause I can't really figure out like how I balance it. I just think about it in advance. I try at least. Um, so like, I don't know, like how do y'all balance all the stuff that you do? Yeah. It's a good question. I, uh, I'm like, what is balance? Well, you see from an engineer's like, perspective, <laughs> like what is balance? Um, it can mean different things to people, I feel like. Yeah, no, oh, I definitely like, can. Like, I feel like there's no set definition for it. Yeah, you know? right, like, right. Because everyone like, does it differently. Yeah. Like, it's for me, like, I guess, like, I thought about, like, my goals at the time and, mm-hmm. like, things that I, I want to do. Like, I know you say you like, you want to have, like, a social life. You want to sure. do all these things. Um, so, like, that would be in your definition of, yeah. like, you know, balancing, balancing. things. Um, and it's just, like, what should you be prioritizing? What should you not? Like, what's more important? What's not? Yeah, I think, like, at the end of the day, for me, when it comes to balancing, it's just, like, what do I enjoy actually spending my time with? Mm-hmm. And, like, during that semester, it was, like, four or five things. I really did, it, like, as much as, like, you know, I wasn't spending time myself, I enjoyed my time during that semester. Like, I knew what I was doing was affecting a lot of people, and, like, I was having a lot of fun with it, uh, able to, like, bring change in a lot of different ways. So, like, it wasn't that, like, it wasn't, I wasn't miserable in a sense of, like, hating my life, but more miserable in just, like, um, like a mindful way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to balancing, it's, like, you definitely should should be doing the things that you enjoy doing or you're curious about, like, something we want to, exp- uh, you know, broaden your horizons on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just, like, you know, how much of it do you do? That's where the balancing aspect comes in, you know? It's, like, how much new stuff do you try? How much, like, do you start getting involved with? And, like, for everyone, it's, it's different levels. 
Like, you know, some people are much better off just focus on two things mm-hmm. and doing those really freaking well. And like, that's it. But for some people, it's like trying to do five different things and just like kind of testing the waters with all of them and then ending up picking on like one or two things. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question to kind of answer. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I, I was going to say, there's like the ones, there's a lot of things going through my head. <laughs> yeah. um, it gets it gets to that point where, yes, it's the number of things that you're doing. But mm-hmm. if you find yourself just, it may not even be a lot, but if you find you're stuck in work that you just don't enjoy mm. um, and you start to just lose the fun out of it. And once it starts to feel like, you know, work as opposed to just, you know, something I get to do every day. Um, I, I spoke at my graduation from high school and, you know, I brought up the idea that I'm sure uh, you all have heard before. And it's, you know, do something you want to do so you never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, That's an interesting quote. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually always had trouble with that quote, personally speaking. Oh, really? Yeah, because the way that I look at that quote, right, so do something that you do so that you don't work a day in your life. For me, it's like if I'm finding something I really like doing, I'm going to work it like my ass off towards it. Right. But okay. I, I think I, I, I get the point is like more maybe work in the sense of like, Work that you don't enjoy doing, you know? Right. I think that's what it's telling towards. It's yeah. like, oh, what are, you, what are you doing this week? Oh, I got to go to work. Gotcha. It's like, I yeah. think that's the what it's referring to. the way you approach the mindset that you have towards it. But maybe. if it's like, yo, I'm putting in work this week. Like, I'm mm. ready to go. Like, that's, that's the work you're thinking that's of. True. Like, the positive yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a really good. Oh, that was lightning out there. That was kind of how I thought about um, coming to Stevens. Like, mm. coming to, well, my major. Not coming to Stevens, my major. Because, like, mm. like, recently I was thinking, like, should I have chosen something different? Like, should I have chosen another <laughs> major? Uh, but it's like, for one, <laughs> it's like, like a lot of people always say, like, there's a lot of stereotypes about, like, mm-hmm. being an art major and, like, mm-hmm. like what you can do with the degree. And honestly, like, it is, it's a lot of different things you could do. It has this, like, it's very versatile. It's very complex. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, at times I feel like, especially going to, like, a mostly engineering slash business school, it's just like, should I have done engineering? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, I was like maybe this close to doing engineering because I did a program at Princeton for oh, a wow. summer and okay. it was engineering based and I hated it. Um, but it goes back to talk about like, you know, what feels like work and like yeah. what feels like something that you really like to do. And I always go back to that. I'm like, like if I'm able to find a job where I'm just like make creating stuff, doesn't matter what it is. Like mm-hmm. that is what I would love to do. Like anything else, like I think about like part time jobs, like that's work that I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it's just stuff, I mean, you make the like good money, but like, is it, is it really what I want to do? That's why I always go back to think about it like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, John, you mentioned something. I'm mad. I'm catching everything. I'm not mad. I'm happy I'm catching everything. We need notepads. I'm glad I'm catching everything as it's like coming. So you mentioned something about um, speaking at your graduation. Mm-hmm. Did you speak at your graduation? I did not, know. Um, so I spoke at my graduation, oh, too. Oh, cool. What and <laughs> I was I was class president, so I gave, okay. like, a... Oh, wow. I turned it into a <laughs> speech because... <laughs> oh, this is funny. I was only supposed to be introducing the mayor, and so I gave, like, a whole, like... <laughs> it was like a page-long speech. <laughs> um, and I, I liked it. I, I liked yeah, it. I felt definitely. important. <laughs> That's awesome. What was the speech um, about? Like, So I basically spoke about, like, you know, our journey throughout my high school. It was mm-hmm. only 100 of us graduating um, in our graduating class. Um, and, you know, I just, like, gave, like, a like things that... outlined a few things that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I gave some words of encouragement for after. That's awesome. Um, That's super I think cool. it was good. I still have it. We can listen to it later. <laughs> oh, definitely. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Whip it out, you know. Yeah. Um, so... Like, I was nervous going to the stage. I'm like, like, fuck, I'm about to speak in front of all these people. <laughs> I'm about to introduce the mayor, but I'm giving, like, yeah. a whole, like, speech about, like, my graduating right, class. Yeah. Um, 
and so I mean that kind of got me prepared for like public speaking in this way because mm-hmm. um, I didn't mess up like I didn't even stutter I, I was everything was just flowing my awesome. reading from paper but everything was just flowing but you probably also like enjoyed what you were reading you know it I wasn't did. I did I like, did it wasn't something I that did. you like were forced to read in any way like you were literally like this is what I want to say right exactly this is exactly what awesome. I want to say and I said it I made it happen That's and cool. it was great so you know I always think about my graduation speech mm-hmm. just because. I don't know. It was, I feel like I learned a lot of things mm-hmm. from that, like yeah, from that experience at least. That's awesome. Um, which is good. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you that. did you see that speech. translate to Stevens then? What, what um, like, you know, presenting for projects or yeah, what? yeah. So presenting definitely. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I was. I feel like I'm good at like such an important skill to have. I'm just so good at what do I want to say. Like, I don't know the word for it, but I feel like I'm just good at like you know, <laughs> like just talk, like just throwing out that spitballing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm good at that, and also I had to give like a lot of speeches for like BSU stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of other things. Like you know, I did a lot of panels this past year, mm-hmm. uh, webinars. Um, and it's speaking in front of a lot of people. Um, so it really has got me prepared for that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Um, I had something in mind, like one downfall, mm-hmm. but I can't think of it now. <laughs> we can come back, though. Yeah, if I fine. think about it, that's, hey, that's a big if. That's it, yeah. <clears throat> maybe maybe another podcast. Episode, yeah, maybe another, you know? maybe another, maybe another <laughs> yeah. podcast about stay, public speaking. Stay tuned once again. You know? <laughs> public speaking, yeah. I mean, that, that'd be a great thing for sure. to focus on for a total. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, one fun question I would uh, want to ask real quick because I think it's super cool to like hear everyone's answers to this. Because like, what's your favorite spot in Hoboken and like um, why? <laughs> if it's if it's not um, too hard to pick one spot, you can also pick like maybe an activity if like, that's a little bit easier. What are we thinking of? Like food or like anything? anything? Like anything that costs you. It's like I mean, I'll start it off because like this is something that yeah, I've yeah, just so. been doing. So for me, it's coffee shops. Uh, I've like developed a like fun taste for coffee to the point where like, I actually enjoy the taste of it when I drink it every time. Uh, and for me, that's empire. So empire, for those of you guys don't know, uh, it's like a really small mom and pop shop in a coffee shop in Hoboken. It's located on Forth and Bloomfield, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so super small, like it's not really a sit down place, but the really cool part is you go in and you're invited by like 40 bags, like open bean bags, just sitting on the side of the shop. And the aromas that come from that are just amazing. And they have like the wildest, flavors like they make up their own flavors so they're like combined beans like make up a really cool flavor so like some of my favorite ones are like vanilla macadamia nut really good like nutty flavored like Mm. if you're into that kind of taste i know for a lot of people like you know coffee taste doesn't really distinguish but like if you do kind of develop a palate for it you can actually like really taste the differences in them uh they also have a really cool like loyalty program where you can get their like special mugs and then they'll do like dollar refills on it um but overall for me i actually started going there so when i was babysitting um as like a part-time job last year in the spring in 2018 um, I'm oh, sorry, no, fall. Yeah, fall of 2018. When I was babysitting then, I would have like an hour before classes start. So I would just go to Empire, sit down, grab my book because I was like trying to get into it. And it was like, all right, this is my one hour of reading. And so what, what Empire kind of became was just like this safe heaven in a way. It was like, it was completely separate from the rest of campus. You know, it was uh, something in Hoboken. And Hoboken just has so many places like that where you can just like go to and just like, you know, get lost in and like your own mind a little bit. So I would just go there to, um, you know, the people behind the, that are serving are just really nice to Brisa's. Um, and yeah, it just became one of my favorite spots. And a lot of my friends started going there too. So that's how I was introduced to it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we, then we get groups to go too. The really funny part was like, you know, from, from my fraternity house was like, Oh, we're going to empire. Who wants to tag along? And we'll get like five or six or seven guys to roll through at the same time. And it's just like, it became in like a, a daily thing almost. Uh, we actually had this one guy who would probably go, I'd say two to three times a day, uh, which <laughs> might not have been the healthiest, <laughs> but like it, it just like was an escape almost, you know, mm-hmm. from everything else. So like for me, that's like just developed into one of my favorite spots. And I started 
started recently this collection of all the cardboard sleeves from all the coffee shops. So, you know, when you get like a, like a hot mug, they'll come with the cardboard sleeves. So I actually started saving those and I have like a whole wall in my, in my, um, in my room right now where I just like put up every single sleeve. So I think I'm at like 15, eh, between 10 and 15 right now, like different coffee shops in Hoboken. Mm. So I'm just trying to hit up all of them as I can, but yeah, it's like a, a random thing that just like has developed into a, my, my favorite spot in Hoboken, personally speaking. So that's awesome. Yeah. A little bit of a rant I feel like there. For but. me, um, I have to think about it in terms of categories. Because I mean, sure. I don't really have like a spot that I'm like really like passionate about okay. with you. Sure. Um, but there's a few spots that I liked, but they're still like sticking on like, I don't know, make it like short. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite food place is Makai. Makai is amazing. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I love yeah. Makai. Um, but then I also also think, as you were like thinking about like like your like favorite this, place and how sure. like, like your passions lie somewhere in there. Sure. Um, I guess mine would be like the art studio here. Yeah. And mm. more. Oh, totally. Um, that's the one place when I, where I actually feel like I can get a lot of a lot of work done. Um, and one place I feel like I can like I'm an artist, like, you know, like it's different from being at your desk in your, your apartment or something. Mm, um, I feel like being in there and having that studio space is just it really makes it, it it's just this the atmosphere. It just makes me feel it. My creative juices is flowing better. Um, but yeah, I would say that's what that's my favorite place in Hoboken is the art studio. If I could find another one, then maybe that would be my favorite. But I like the studio here. <laughs> for now. For now. So for now, for now, yeah. Hey. But food wise, you know, Makai. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Love <laughs> it. All right, John, what do you got? Uh I kinda I guess I have two. Uh they're mm-hmm. actually like right next to each other. I like going to Pier A. Oh, good uh, spot. For so sure. there's like two main piers in like lower Hoboken. There's Pier A and Pier C. Pier A is closer to the path station. It's this big rectangular grass field. There's some trees in the back. Uh, they have cool events in the summer, uh, like they'll play movies, I think, on Wednesday nights. Uh, I don't go there, like, too often, but when I do, it, it's, I guess it's, like, the greenery that really draws me to it. Because, again, I'm from, you know, Bucks County, PA. Uh, it's very, like, almost rural. It's, like, some suburban areas. Uh, but, again, growing up playing baseball, I just loved, like, being in grass, uh, you know, getting that smell. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I like, like I was saying before, uh, going to the gym at Crunch. I only started there in January. Um and it was like a cool gym. It is a cool gym. Um, I love going there. And then it became more than a gym. You know, it hit that point where I started getting to know people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting the regulars and going at different times, meeting new people. Um, and then it's like got to the point where no matter what time I went, I'd always see someone I knew mm-hmm. uh, getting to know the trainers. But, you know, before I got certified and it just came became this place where it it's really cool because a lot of people say, oh, if I'm in a mood, I go to this place. Or if I'm happy, I go to this place. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like this place where I can go no matter how I'm feeling and always, you know, feel, you know, either constant or if not better when I leave. Because um, sometimes I'm in a mood to talk to people and, you know, I'll take some time in between sets, say, hey, hi, you know, I'm John, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, hey, how's that workout been going? And then there's other days, you know, whether I'm in a rush or I just got a lot going on, I just put the headphones on full blast and you know that that's where you say like you know just get the let the workout work itself so yeah it's just this really cool environment that became more than a gym uh that's so yeah awesome. those are my two favorite places that's awesome wow this is this that was is a good super question. cool yeah that was a good question thanks yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to think of something else that like can show our personality a little bit more mm-hmm. um i don't know i want to ask like a basic question like what's your favorite show or like favorite artist as some like singers Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we can do both. I can talk about music. I can oh, talk yeah. about music so much. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we're, we're going to see a concert on Saturday. Yes. John. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. Wait. yeah. I'm so so uh, Pujan and I were uh, big John Bellion fans. Oh yeah. We. When did we realize this? It was last year. No, wait. Wasn't it last it was year during more, PO training? Because there, there was someone else who we talked about it with too. 
there was Jerry. No, no. I think it was a girl. Um, because oh. remember we were doing karaoke. This yes, is it two was years. a karaoke night. This is two years ago. This is two right? years ago. Yeah, yeah. This is. Oh my god. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, two years ago it was a karaoke night during PL training where we were like, oh, I'm just like open karaoke yeah. mic. And then I think you requested a song. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. You heard me playing in the piano room. That's yeah, what it was. That's where it started. Oh my god, John yeah. the piano. John yeah, does play piano. Yeah, 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 take note. Yeah, take note. Um, yeah, so we have a piano room on campus. It's on the fourth floor of the house center. And you can get Third swipe floor. access. What's up? Third floor, fourth floor. Fourth. fourth. Yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. Wow. Um, But yeah, you can get swipe access So, you know, if you're a musician If you're not, you can still just go up there Uh, Forget the... the woman's name who's associated with the room. But yeah, just go in and say, hey, I like, like this is what I did. I say, hey, my name's John. I, I love to play the piano. I played growing up and uh, I just love to have swipe access. And, you know, if I'm coming here after classes or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'll go up there and I learned, I learned a lot of songs, but one song by John Bellion, it's called uh, Human. Human. Yep, Thank that you. That was the one. So it was wild because I went to the bathroom in the middle of something. And then yeah. as I was walking out of the bathroom, I hear the tune in the back. I'm like, Wait, I know that song. I'm like, <laughs> where did that come from? And then, like, I walk into that piano room, and you're just sitting there on the piano, like, belting it out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that, it was so, Wait, so freaking what, beautiful. What genre is this John Bellion? Yeah, so John Bellion, you can describe him as, like, modern pop in a way, but he also, like... It's very, has, it's very indie. Yeah, 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 a little bit of indie in there. A little bit of rap, even, you can consider, but yeah. not, like, your typical rap, that's you know, nowadays. Thing. But, like, he, he's definitely more of a, like, an up-and-coming pop artist. Like, okay. that's what his main category might be described as. Um... But yeah, he's been coming out with music for about like four or five years now. Yeah. He did mixtapes when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's even collabed with like uh, Logic back in like mm. one of Logic's mixtapes, like literally back in like 2011, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I forget the name of the mixtape off the um, top of my head, but it might come to us later. Yeah. But yeah, he's just <laughs> such a such a good like singer, you know, he just like mm. always, always songs uh, just have like stories behind them in a, in a way. You can like just feel the connection in a way. Mm. But Human is just like a very slow plays really well on the piano and it's just like the whole song is about like touching in with your human side mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like realizing that you are human and like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that mm. um, and like you'll falter at times but at the end of the day it's just, yeah. it's all about being human. Exactly. I was thinking of the first verse I don't want to, I don't want to sing it but uh, <laughs> uh, he says, I always fear that I'm not living right, Yeah. you know, and uh, it's kind of what we were talking about before like stretching ourselves too thin or getting involved in things that we're not enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's like, oh, that's what's so cool about John Ben. Like, he gets yeah. deep, and like Pujan said, he's a great singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to a concert, I went to his, um, oh. oh. Which one did you go to? Okay, I went to one as well. Uh, it wasn't the definition. Um, was it the Human Condition? The Human Condition, thank yeah. you. I was having <laughs> yeah. a blank there. Um, went to the Human Condition tour with my friends back home nice. in uh, PA, but we were here in uh, New York. We went to Terminal 5. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> Wait, I went to Terminal 512. Did we go it, to the same one? It was, the same it, was, one? It, was like, it was like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving or the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It might have been. Yeah. No, actually, no. I think I was there. <laughs> okay, this is wild. We probably didn't know each other. No, probably. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, oh, I was like so curious to hear this guy, this, this, the music this from Town of Bell. Oh you my gosh. Start off with Human. That was my okay. first song. I think that was John's first song too. And what he does too, it's cool. He st- uh, if you start in order with mm-hmm. his albums, mm-hmm. he references. It's actually really cool. He references albums before mm. and songs before, but then he also, you can see subtle hints of songs that he hasn't written yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he'll write the song. He's like, wait, I remember he talked about that. And a previous <laughs> like song. A pre- yeah, yeah, literally. Wow. Um, Lyrical genius for sure. Oh my God, he's so cool. Yeah. And yeah, like the concert vibe. <laughs> I almost cried <laughs> 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 at the Human Condition tour. <sighs> like, 
you know um, he did a piano solo on oh human oh yeah that's great you know and it's not like he's singing the whole time mm-hmm. he's he's like talking you know kind of like what we're talking about now like yeah, yeah. yeah you know just like you know motivational like real life stuff and i'm like i just want to hug you man <laughs> <laughs> yeah john, john if you ever listen to this uh, let us know <laughs> yeah but uh yeah one day maybe. oh you're talking to him you know? the other john the other john yeah. the other john, the other john. <laughs> But anyways, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, John Bellion for sure. Heck for you too. Um, what would you say your genre of music? Um, Do you have a particular? Or? I I listen to a lot of different things. It depends. Yeah. Like it's not even what mood I'm in. Like I can casually listen to like what I call her rap music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can casually listen to like you know like 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 R and B. I've listened to oh, mostly yes. a lot of like R and B. Like Ooh, yeah. um, right now. Um, one of my favorite songs that's out right now is R and B side. At mm-hmm. least it's like Sabrina Claudia. I don't know if you heard of her. No, I haven't. Um, She's like kind of controversial, but we'll okay. leave it there. But she's she's good. She's a good artist. Okay. Um, and then she has a song called "Holding the Gun," which is kind of mm-hmm. deep. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot what she talks about, but I know that song is like up there for me. Gotcha. Um, and then on the like hood, like you know, like rap trap. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Rico Nasty. Mm, yeah. Um, she's so good. She is really good. She's sure. so good. I agree. Like I agree. The, her newest song, "Time Flies." Like for some reason, that song just resonates. So every time I listen to it, I just feel like. Is this my life? <laughs> it's like, wait, but like, I love I when songs are able to do that. Though, oh yeah, like you're just able to connect with it so so. It well. literally is. It's 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 kind of like it reminds me of this kind of because the song is called "Time Flies." Like gotcha. literally, like the podcast name was probably gonna be something with time <laughs> flying by. <laughs> what is the time? Yeah, um, that could be the thing. Song, first. but um, like on that run, like that song is like really good. But then under mm-hmm. her, I listen to like, um, was trap side is like, huh, Megan Thee Stallion, mm. um. It's a lot of people. I don't okay. even name all of them. But the yeah. favorite best, best artist of all time is Rihanna. I want everyone oh. to know that. <laughs> Rihanna is the best artist. If I, I need to that. ever listen that. to anybody for the rest of my life, it is Rihanna. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Sabrina Claus is not my favorite favorite person in the world. Mm-hmm. Rico Nassi is not my favorite person in the world. Rihanna is above all. That's but awesome. those are just my favorite genres. R&B, huh. slash trap, slash Fantastic. Hip-hop music. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like but, it. Yeah. I listen to a lot of things. I even listen to country. Like I like Casey Musgraves. I listen to Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. If you know who that is. No she's, idea. Like, she's a lady that sings. Um, I don't know if you heard of it. It's called Golden Hour. This is like, you okay. know, my Golden Hour. No, I don't think so. It's a great song. Huh. Great song. Maybe you sing a little bit more. It's a feel register. It's a feel good song. It's a it's yeah, a feel yeah. good song. That's awesome. Um, but that's like the only country I listen to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I don't listen to like rock cool. or heavy metal. Yeah. T- bringing up a touchy subject. Country music uh, in New Jersey. It's tough. <laughs> for, for me, it's tough. Personally speaking, I like pop country. Like I can do like Luke Bryan. Like I'd be okay with that. But like I don't I don't listen to on a regular anyways. So like for me, music is always R and B. When I was younger, especially like early two thousands, mid two thousands, like Akon, Sean Kingston, yeah. like that whole genre was amazing. Um, my two favorite artists if I had to pick would be Eminem and Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. which is like an interesting combo when you first think about it. But for me, they're just both like lyrical geniuses in my mind. Ed Sheeran's They've amazing. been collabing. Yeah, right. they have Ed been collabing Sheeran. a lot. Yeah, when River came out, I was like all over that. And then now that was uh, Ed Sheeran's like number six collaborations album. It was him, Fifty Cent, and Eminem, yeah. and that was just Ed Sheeran's actually really good. What's your favorite yeah. Ed Sheeran song? Favorite just... Ed Sheeran song. Oof. Oof. I don't know if you know the song know. Sunburn. Yeah, Sunburn. Sunburn. Yeah, from his from his earlier. Yeah, I had I listened to that song in high school. and It just still sticks to me. Like every I time agree. I think about Ed Sheeran. I think like Autumn Leaves was also another song off that album oh, that he one. did. But uh, yeah, a lot of his old stuff is great. But as far as like song itself go, I think like Perfect might be one of like the best songs mm-hmm. he's yeah. written. As just as just like what's behind it, you know, mm-hmm. the music, the lyrics, everything about it. But as far as like you know his music goes, like he just does so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like when he did that Bruno Mars song, you know, and it was just kind of all like rock, and it was just like right. you did not see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, big fan of Eminem, always have been. Um, 
of him as well. So I was super happy that both of them got together. And like, I don't listen to a lot of stuff. Like I can do like modern rock, um, like 21 pilots, big fan of like mm-hmm. their stuff, mm-hmm. uh, personally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, for the most part, I listen to almost anything. Kygo even That's like true. into EDM and a little bit of that genre. I, th- I feel like I, I definitely just said I don't listen to rock, but mm-hmm. snail, I don't know if you heard snail mail. No, I haven't. Great. If you like Paramore, you'll like Snail Mail. Okay, Paramore's okay. good. Paramore I do is like, like a much more like piped down version of Paramore. Like ah. Snail Mail is a more piped down version of Paramore. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're very similar, but like Snail Mail is much more like laid back. It's so mm-hmm. nice. Great music. Great band. I love that band. Gotcha. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, I just listen to a lot of music. Yeah. But music like said, music is amazing. Yeah. Music is super cool. Yeah. Sweet. Dewan, you were saying, like, you know, you love Rihanna. She's your favorite person. <laughs> yeah. it, would you consider her, like, a role model, or do you have, like, any other, like, role models um, that you look up to? Maybe, like, it, whether it's music, outside of music, or design. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an interesting question, especially since I'm first generation. It's, like, who do I look up to? Like, mm-hmm. as a black artist, like, come on, who do I look up to? Um, I mean, I guess I can see Rihanna as more of, like, a, a role model figure, but that's not really what I see her as, really. Like, I can easily say, like, oh, like, she's, like, She's prospering in all these different, like, um, aspects in life um, from her business ventures. So, like, Fenty Beauty and, like, mm. you know, her clothing line and different partnerships, her music. Um, in that sense, I guess she's a role model to other people, but I don't feel like it, she necessarily is a role model for me. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I look up to different people, um, like friends. I literally look up to some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess now that you asked me, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I guess I look up to some of my professors. Mm-hmm. Um it depends. I don't have that. I wish I had one person that I truly I, look up to. I agree with you. But I, yeah. I don't. It's just like, I don't know. I think that comes with being first generation. It's like, who do you look at? Like, you don't, like I can't look at my family for, like, academic stuff. I can't look like my look at my family because none of them has been in college. Um, sure. But I guess life, like, if it's, like, life, like, I, I mean, I guess I look up to my dad in certain ways and my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it, honestly, that question depends on, like, what it is, for me at least. Yeah. I feel like I'm so used to other people saying, like, I'm, I look up to this person because, like, they help me with different things like in life you know mm-hmm. um but for me it's a bunch of different people i guess mm-hmm. that is a great question everybody think about who you look up to yeah yeah definitely because <laughs> yeah it's uh it's, i see it as important like of course like be your own person be your own individual yeah um but having like that example to like you know see like if you're dealing with a struggle what did they do in their time of struggle right. you know that mm-hmm. could also be a way to you know communicate with you that you will get through it somehow uh yeah. you know it's gonna be tough little things like that Mm. For sure. I mean, journey of life isn't like a lonely one, you know? So like, it's important to try to have people around you and, you know, and and also like feed off of them. Cause like you kind of said this earlier, I think John, but like no one's perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just important. Like when it comes to like my favorite person, like I can't pick one either. Like I have a really tough time with that question, but I think the reason is cause like no one's perfect. So I don't have like that one person, but more like you kind of mentioned, like if there's a specific aspect you're asking about, maybe I can like, you know, name a name at that point. Mm -hmm. But it's like, Oh, like this person does this really well. So that's why I can learn from them. And like, for me, that's what it ends up being is like, I take a little bit from this person, a little bit from this person. So it's like, if there's a specific situation I'm looking to get some help in or Mm -hmm. advice in, I know who I would go to for those things. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it is a hard question, though, definitely to, like, think about. But I think it's important, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I know I did, a, um, so for the last two years, this is something that people really don't know. Um, I don't even try to hide it. Like, I, I just did it. So there's mm-hmm. a there's this program in New Jersey called American Needs You. It's for first-generation okay. scholar students. Oh. Um, and oh. it's a bunch of, everyone there has a mentor coach. So, like, all of our mentors, like, we're all there, like, the fellows within, like, our mentor coaches. Mm-hmm. Um and so every single mentor coach, mostly every single mentor coach were our first generation, but, like, they're well-established now. 
Um, oh, so wow. that's why they're there, like trying to inspire us to like do things and like teaching us about professionalism, anything professional based. Because mm-hmm. um, what it was every weekend, it was like a professional development kind of workshop thing. Right. And they also like give you like grant money and stuff. So that's awesome. it was really good. I had to apply for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but a lot of those people I look up to because like they're first generation, they're well established now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all everything that we've been thinking about, like I, if I go back and ask them, like, how do they think about this? Like, for instance, I know one of the things was, um, oh, what was it? Um, I forget. But I'm mm-hmm. sure if I ask them, they'll give me, like, a great answer. And I'll be like, oh, like, I guess I can start thinking about this earlier. So, like, that having that resource for me was just, like, amazing. I guess, mm-hmm. like, a lot of them, I would say, if I had to say, like, one, not a person, but like, I would say this one group of people, like, mental coaches there were, are my role models, to be honest. I still have that network. Um, even That's though I'm awesome. done. But, yeah. That's super cool. Nice. I like that a lot. <sighs> Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, deep, that was a lot. Deep alongside. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I like that. You know, Dawn, you're saying like spitballing. Like, I uh-huh. like how there was like no structure to that. You know, mm-hmm. kind of just pinballing. And, you know, and Pooh and I were <laughs> yeah. re- re- reconnecting <laughs> about John Belly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, woo, skyrocketed. That's happened. Yeah, this is super cool because I mean, like, none of us have done this before. So, like, exactly. it's just kind of cool yeah. to get behind the mic and just start talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all right. listen to podcasts. Yeah, True. exactly. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I highly recommend for anyone that doesn't just, just you know, just, there's a bunch out there. Just like, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The Nike logo. Maybe that should be our, that, that could be like one of our little like, just do it, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, does anyone have anything else to add? Or I think we can like wrap this Honestly, up Honestly, like we can go on for hours. We could. Yeah, literally, yeah. We, could. we can go on for hours. Like I know we could. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. group right now, like I feel like I've talked about a lot of shits. Yeah, there you um, go. But I think Breaking the Ice yeah. part one right here yes. with the three of us. Thanks for getting to know me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Who's for sharing, John? everyone. And yeah. John. We will definitely get ready to meet more people. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, we're only the first, you know, not even half of the collective. So, and, it, and I just want to say, if if anyone has any questions from this podcast, find us on campus. Um, I know it's tough. Oh, on the podcast. Be, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can like put our contact info in the you podcast. Can follow me on Instagram here. Yeah, yeah. below yeah, sure. the yeah, screen. Sure. Like, subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> like, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely feel free to like, you know. Come ask us questions. Like, we'd be glad to sit down and talk with you. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what this is. We're just kind of going with it. So. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, be y'all become stu- uh, passionate about students. Hell yeah. That's one sure. of my things. But, well, it's a different topic for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, insert uh, podcast name here. I guess uh, insert- we're, good to, we're good to go for right now. Here, I guess uh, we're, good night, to, we're good to go for right now. <laughs> Thanks, John. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, John.